You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about Sly and the Family Stone. There's a riot going on in the room. I have Rob, Hello. Ben, mm-hmm. and John. Wow. There's a riot going on. It's the fifth studio album by American Funk and Psychedelic Soul Band, Sly and the Family Stone, released on the November 20th on Epic Records. The producer was Sly Stone, and the genre is funk, psychedelic funk, avant pop, avant soul. Having reached great success with their 1969 album Stan and performance at Woodstock, Sly and the Family Stone were due to have submitted an album of new recordings to Epic Records by 1970. However, Sly Stone missed several recording deadlines, worrying CBS executive Clive Davis, and a Greatest Hits album was released in an 18-month stretch during which the band released no new material. By 1970, Stone had become erratic and moody, missing nearly a third of the band's concert dates. A rift developed between Sly and the rest of the band, which led to drummer Greg Irko's departure in early 1971. There's right going on is Stone's darker, more conceptual work that was influenced by his drug use and events that writers Miles Marshall Lewis called the death of the 60s. Political assassinations, police brutality, the decline of the civil rights movement, and social disillusionment. Most of the album was performed by Sly alone, overdubbing again and again, sometimes using a drum machine. Other band members contributed by overdubbing alone with Sly instead of the band playing together together as before. For Family Affair and some other selections, Stone enlisted several other musicians including Billy Preston, Ike Turner, and Bobby Womack instead of his bandmates. The album's muddy, gritty sound was due in part to the overdubbing techniques and erasing and mixing techniques nearly drowned out undubbed sounds. While it wasn't the upbeat music of Sly's past, the album was poignant and a bridge to what would become funk music. Uh, what do we think of There's a Riot Going On? I liked it. <laughs> it's I, kinda, I did too. It's kind of like it's kind of like Marmite, you know? It's like, it's thick, and it's sludgy, and it's funky, and it's not necessarily all that easy to get into, but if you get into it, you like it. Man, that's a really good analogy. This is like Marmite. Okay. Or Vegemite. I mean, they're similar. I prefer Vegemite. Yeah. Okay. It's more spreadable. So it's, uh, you would say it's a... It takes a minute. I mean, this album for me... It uh, doesn't jump out and grab you. Right. You kind of got to get down with it. I feel I feel that way, too. I feel like the more I listen to it, the more I get into it, and mm-hmm. the more I, I appreciate, you know, what, what Sly is doing here. At first, I was a little taken back. You know, jumping from one to the other, stand to this is like... You forgot the hits. A complete, <laughs> yeah. A complete, you know, like 180 or, or something. Yeah. So it, but it is kind of like we've been talking about the 70s come down yeah. after that high of the of the 60s. 
everything was possible in the 60s, and now it seems like disillusionment just, like, setting in. And, you know, Sly was having, like, a 70s come down daily. Yeah. <laughs> every, every, probably every a, morning. A, a, a medically <laughs> induced 70s come down every day. Yeah. 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 What was it, PCP and... Uh, Coke. Coke. Coke and PCP, yeah. yeah. Cool combo. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, it... The mix sucks so bad on it. It's weird. And the, like, the laurels laid at its feet for the, uh, quote, unquote, first drum machine, like, on a, uh, on a record, uh, is wrong. That goes to Robin Gibb, 1969, uh, with Saved by the Bell. This is a first drum machine on a number one hit. Mm. For Family Affair. Family Affair was a number one. And it was sampled a lot, and I get it. But I mean, it it is the equivalent of a present bank on a combo organ. Like mm. there's there there's very little programming you could do on that Maestro uh, Mark II. Yeah, um, and it's cool, you know. There's there's a little machine thing and like drums going over top of it. But yeah, it like there's no butt on so much of the song, and there's all the fucking high end <laughs> on like the. Uh, the it's top like, side it's of like a wall. Yeah, yeah. It's, man, it's it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. I was curious what you guys would think after we had the two. We had Ore, uh, and we had, had uh, Madcap. Madcap. Are oh, you talking about things that are like underproduced like or like very yeah. lo-fi and someone kind of just doing it themselves, like trying it, to? It sound yeah. It sounds like a a tape that's been dubbed over too many times. But I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll listen to Sly. Just laying on his bed with a microphone in his hand, doing his thing. <laughs> like he, it works. And like for the for the for the musical feel of the album and the the outlook of the lyrics, it almost kind of fits. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's just murk. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. For better or for worse. I do. I I get what you're saying, Rob. Though because with funk music, with you know rap music, with a, a lot of certain types of genres, metal or something like that. You I want, want a butt. The, you want, I want that, a big old butt. Yeah, you want that low end, <laughs> juicy butt, <laughs> to like really carry the bass to have that offset of and back and forth. And the the it's, bass guitar had some butt, but it's not enough butt. You want you want it's butt there, in the drums. There's no what would you call it? Like I was hoping, room, I, I was hoping like yeah. in these head in these cans that we're listening to right now, there'd be more butt, but there's there's not. It's no, just no. the way it was recorded. Flat butt. Yeah. No. Pancake this, butt. Yeah, these have big drivers, so yeah. you should be able to hear. Yeah. But yeah, this is it. It is very on on the top, which is kind of what they did in the eighties. I feel like where they the yeah. the bass yeah. was so poppy, and it like they took out the low end or something mm-hmm. that tapes used to, uh, that that big tape used to have. Um, yeah, the 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 my like I I understand the importance of the record, and I'm going to continue listening to it. There's there's clearly something here that I'm I'm getting on some of it, but not a lot of it. Um, what what were the standout tracks that you guys were super into, well, or I mean, was it the whole thing, John? Are you a ca- across and the board? I mean, start to finish, it's not necessarily always something that you're gonna be immediately into, but if you can give it a second, like. I really like Just Like a Baby, which is kind of one of the I, I simplest tracks. Like, yeah, I really you know, that. it's just this bass and organ kind of driven song with him repeating like fuzzed out lyrics and kind of making wailing noises. But he can't deny his groove. Yeah, the groove is there. Sly has impeccable groove. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even when it's just him. Yeah. I also really liked Family Affair. I didn't remember how it, it was a bit dark. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not what you you kind of remember when you hear it on the it's radio. It's not the or chorus. No, no, it no. is not the chorus. <laughs> and his vocals being up so up front, like, mm-hmm. way over top of what's going on with the music. It's like he's right in the microphone, it like, is like, right there. Yeah. It's so strange. But it's an interesting choice, and I, I think it's cool. It's a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's not really so much singing on that track as he's, like, telling the story with his sister doing the chorus. Yeah. He's, Sly's got a few different registers that he sings in, you know, and we're, mo- we're more used to from the hits, like, his more, like, higher, like, gospel-y register. Sometimes he uses that 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 low talky one, right? Kind of the, almost the Bootsy Collins kind of that register. I mean, Family Affair is great. Uh, it's got uh, no sly family in it, <laughs> except for his sister. Uh, yeah, Rose. Rose yeah, sings. but but basically none of the other band. I mean, none of the the original uh, yeah. Family Stone band is really yeah. in that. They he brought in all sorts of other artists on it. I think he brought in uh, Billy Preston, yeah. who's like mm-hmm. an amazing keyboardist and ended up having a bunch of hits on his own, like. Uh, Nothing from nothing. You know? mm-hmm. Nothing from nothing. Leave nothing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you had him. Uh, you went over the names. Him, yeah. Ike. Ike. And, Ike Turner, uh, yeah. And who else? Uh, Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Major players. Major players. Yeah. <laughs> and wasn't, uh, didn't Sly hire someone to keep the uh, his yeah. actual yes. band away? Oh, two, yes. two goons. <laughs> Let's get into that. Yeah, so. Let's get into the goons. <laughs> so, yes. So, Sly hired uh, two gangsters. Uh, Eddie the Chin Elliot. And uh, J.R. J. Beltrano uh, as his bodyguards, uh, their their uh, their job was to handle his business dealings, uh, acquire him drugs, and protect him from quote unquote enemies, which at time included the Family Stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, <laughs> save me from my band. Right. Yeah. These drugs I are making me paranoid. I don't want to keep giving sober. me these drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, their jo- also their job wasn't to get drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. bring me more of my paranoid. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel safe. I need you around. Now give me more drugs to make me not feel safe. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That's oh, so sad. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst. Well, this is a this is a the beginning of a downward spiral for yeah. that young man. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite track on here was Spaced Cowboy. Oh, yeah, I like Spaced Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's Yodel in that track, oh, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. There's, no, he, there's he, some sly he Yodel for it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> I think it works. I thought so, too. I, I was I was scared that it was going to be some sort of riff on Space Cowboy, and it was not. <laughs> it was a fucking country western song. Yeah, it took, me, song, yeah. It took me a second. I was like, ah, I'm not into this. And then the yodeling happened. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, here we go. What do you think about the horns Come on uh, Running Away? Like I thought Running got, Away was a tight track. Right? It was a hit 
But this is the first I'd heard it. Yeah. Oh, it, it actually was like it a, was, it a was hit? Really, it was released a single? as a single. Yeah, it reminded me of a Ween song. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Did you say Ween? Yeah. yeah. Everything reminds you of fucking Ween. <laughs> I, I put it on and I dare you not to hear Ween. They, they oh, also the lo-fi recording of this. Definitely. That's a testament to Ween. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, so I, I learned something I learned yesterday. The title There's a Riot Going On is a direct response to the title of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which was released six months prior. What's going on? There's a riot going on. <laughs> I thought that something was wrong with the uh, the the MP3 I listened to for uh, There's a Riot Going On. Yeah. Oh, there, no. there's, a, there's a track listed called There's a Riot Going On, which, which is, is four z- seconds of no, silence. It's nothing, yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that something like went wrong. I was like, don't I know a song? <laughs> I like, called that and nope. looked it up. No, it was... Um, the originally they thought it had to do with uh, the riots in Chicago. Uh, Watts. That was it. Watts riots. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the, the Sly and the Family Stone were, were blamed <laughs> for it because uh, they showed up late. Yes, uh, <laughs> but then later on, Sly said, "No, nah, there's no there's no music on it because you know you shouldn't have riots." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, whatever, man. You just make up some excuse, you know. <laughs> Fine, why not? So yeah. uh, you you said that uh, the drummer Greg Erico uh, left due to like what, like Sly's drug issues. Well, there's a couple different reasons, and I I have a feeling you're going to tell me about one of them. Yeah, including the Black Panthers. Yeah, yeah. So like we we talked about this when we were talking about Stand, yeah. uh, where where Sly was hanging out with the Black Panthers and getting tight with that crew, and they were pressuring him to. To replace uh, the white musician that's in his band with black musicians. And here we are. He's hanging out with them even more. And he's replaced uh, Greg Errico and Jerry Martini with black musicians. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was forced out a bit. But at the same time, they were probably like seeing the drug use. And I mean. I'm sure it was kind of mutual. Yeah. 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 I I don't want to say that it was a a clear cut uh, replacement or something well, like that. He, he was he was at odds with his entire band of all colors and creeds. Yeah, and and going Inclu- and, and Ken, <laughs> and, yes, yeah. and Ken. Yeah, <laughs> going into that, like he he was at least I think it was, he was missing like a third of all of their shows, like yeah. that that were set up. He just yeah. wasn't showing up. Like yeah. you know, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a band. I bet I the rest of those guys still put on a decent performance. Oh, I bet it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was a tight band. You just can't do that. I get into and, the groove and, stuff. And, and now that we're, you know, sitting here and listening to it and talking, like, it's it's, it's nice in my ears right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one song we're listening to is nice in my ears. I, I can't say is that about the... Poet, poet right now? Or? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Poet is one of the ones that I starred on my no, little no. card here. Which yes. Africa Talks to You. Oh. oh. Yeah. Which is... Uh, Did we skip Family Affair? It's almost nine minutes. Yeah. Uh, if we If we play Family Affair, everyone's just going to sing. Also yeah, true. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I've already it's, started singing. <laughs> yeah, at the end of Africa Talks to You, I think it has like a serious, like funky bass riff, like around yeah. 45, but that's like almost yeah. the end of the song. I feel like this is one of those albums that it it hits a it hits a bit later. Like you it doesn't have those immediate standout tracks, but as people yeah, just put it on or or have it or sample it or whatever you you know, 
it, it's that gr- it's like a groove record. It's mm-hmm. probably one of the first uh, when DJs were starting to do mixing together. It's the most sampling. sampled. Is it? Yeah. I think this is like one. I believe of, that this yeah. is one of the albums that I'm sure was necessity. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got a really cool album cover. Yeah, it does. So Doing the, it. Yeah. So Tell it, me about it. It's a it's a close up photograph of a custom variation on the American flag where it's red and white stripes uh, with a black square and instead of stars it's a uh, it's suns mm-hmm. and apparently they made they made three of that flag uh, one was for sly one was for the photographer and one was probably for epic I would imagine yeah uh, I could be wrong where yeah. the third one went to mm-hmm. uh, yeah and, and sly goes into kind of like a a, a rambling uh, uh, a rambling explanation of, of like why he wanted that flag designed, which is worth reading, but not worth me recapping. I think it is. Okay, you, you go for it. You've got it in front of you. I, I didn't write it down. Yeah, yeah. So in an interview, he explained it. He said, I wanted a flag to truly represent people of all colors. I wanted the color black because it is the absence of color. I wanted the color white because it's a combination of all colors. That's not actually true. It's the other way around. I guess if you're well, talking about, about light. light. Spectrum of yeah, light. Yeah, spectrum of light. Yeah. Uh, I always got brown. And I wanted the color <laughs> red because He's it represents uh, oh. <laughs> the one thing that all people have in common, blood. I wanted the suns instead of stars because stars imply searching uh, like you search for your your star. And there are already too many stars in the world, but suns, that's something that is always there looking right at you. Betsy Ross did, uh, this is my favorite though, <laughs> yeah. Betsy Ross did what she could with what she had. I thought I could do better. That is a yeah. <laughs> Betsy Ross didn't have as much cocaine. <laughs> they only had the technology to make five-pointed shapes. <laughs> <laughs> and the sun is a star, but you know, it's a fine point. It's a cool. It's a cool album cover. It doesn't have any words or anything. Just a picture of a flag that looks kind of familiar but kind of strange. Like it's neat. Yeah, it's it is. A, you know, now this is another album after the Beatles embossed cover. It mm-hmm. did have the words, but they were embossed, so it looked like there was nothing on it initially. So now we're getting it more into album covers that don't even have names of the bands. Isn't that what the Stones here? wanted for their first one? That's what they wanted, but yeah. the label would not comply. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then the label, I think, also put on this one, they put on a sticker. You have to put on a sticker. Yeah, that says you, like, you have to at least say family affair yeah. somewhere. You're not going to get away with it. It's not going to be a number one hit if people can't find it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what do we think, Rob? What do you um, think on this one? Solid neutral hmm. for me. Uh, I It belongs in the book. Okay. It's important for the future of hip hops and uh, and the funks and oh and the funks yeah and yeah I mean I, I think this also it, 
this gave birth. This is the reason why um, Stevie Wonder like started getting into uh, funky jazz. Like it, 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 it did, it did so much. Um, it just hasn't quite tickled my ears enough for yeah. me to give it a, a positive. Cool. I'll give it a positive. Uh, yeah, it 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 takes a few listens. You know, it, it's a it's a creeper. It doesn't jump out at you. It's murky, dark, hard funk. You know, and and yeah, like I said earlier, you just kind of gotta get down with it, and just like let it creep. And uh, I think it's really rewarding. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely give it a positive. I I like I like things that are funky. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, calling it dark is what we apply to, it, but it's I think it's just kind of not as bright as pro- previous Sly and the Family Stone. Like it's not like it's got sort of you know gothic themes or anything like that. It's not like I don't know. It doesn't have. I mean, there's there's some sentiment to it about the ne- negativity of the era or whatever. But it's. I but feel like it's more like slower. It's like, sonically and musically dark. Yes. There we go. I just wanted to clarify that point. Like it's not thematically dark, except for the themes aren't happy. No, they are not happy. But I don't know. It just seems weird to say dark funk. Okay. I don't know. But because you know, there's parts of funk that are just like naturally hitting with these horns and things that that are are brighter sounds. But I don't know. It's just I, I don't know a better term to use. But whatever it is, it's funky as shit. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. And if you like funky shit, you're gonna like this. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with a positive on it as well. Before uh, this week, though, I, you know, having listened to it before, I probably would have guessed I would have been at a neutral. But after repeated listens, I think I've. Um, I don't know. Something just started working for me better. Um, I started listening. I don't know. If it, was, it, it just worked better uh, after repeated lessons and kind of getting into it a bit more. And some, so a lot of jazz will do that for me too. I'll have to mm-hmm. do a couple listens just to kind of dig in, um, just to get familiar with what's what's actually uh, what what's there. That what, happened what to me with uh, with multiple albums we did this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just something too about a, a bit of a, like a low five funk, uh, album that is really striking, just kind of taking that James Brown attitude, slowing it down a bit, and then just like, uh, pulling in these, pulling in kind of like weird directions. PCP and paranoia. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's yeah in, in isolation, but he's yeah. definitely getting re- he's getting real weird with it, and yeah. uh, and it, and it's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just have to let that weird wash over you. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if we have any more Sly uh, albums. This might be it, but I've enjoyed listening to them. Really yeah, cool. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, is there one that you think should be included? I think both. I would include Fresh. both this and Stan. Oh, you're talking oh, later. Uh, later. Oh. Um, I like not. fresh, but I think if you've got this, you might yeah. not need it. Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah, I'm looking at them now. Small talk, high on you. I, I think this was kind of the era. This was like the the yeah. sort of golden uh, what they wanted to achieve within these. So yeah, I'd probably just stick with these two. Yeah, but yeah, I would put them both in the book. Absolutely, um, it's like two sides of a coin. Yeah, you know. All right, uh, that'll do it. Uh, next time we'll be talking about Marvin Gaye. What's going on? There's a riot going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you.